Why are we starting with eating? Uh, me, me and Josh were talking about this over the weekend. There's a, there's a var, var from the uh, Avnei Nezer on last week's parasha. The Tetzal Melchama Yorah Talor, Tahara, Rashi says Melchama's for ships. Oh. So, they're like the things that like you get caught on the most are things that are not necessarily awesome. But like the things that are gray, gray areas. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. The Tiva Shalom is always talking about that concept of dafka, the things that are not us or mutter, but the in-between things. That's really the battle that we have to fight with the Yitzhar. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So dafka achilu would be an amazing example of klipa noga kaza that we have to really master. Amazing. Okay, great. Another idea? Um, I mean, achilu is one of the only tivas in this world that we can't do without. Um, meaning it's like meaning we, we need to eat but it's also like a taiva so meaning there's probably some significance also like every important holiday every important uh, all, a lot of important mitzvot are, are surrounded around food yeah fair beautiful both ideas are 100% correct we can't live without it so we can't just run away from it and, on the, and there's a good side but there's also a dangerous side and you're right it's not just every holiday every day of our lives we're constantly interacting with food so we got to know how to treat it right. Amazing, amazing. Okay, let's, uh, you ready to begin? Let's jump in. So the truth is, it wasn't my idea. I didn't have this idea to start with eating. It's Hashem's idea. What's the first mitzvah in the Torah? The first mitzvah. I know you guys are thinking, ah, oh, maybe it's bris milah, maybe it's kiddush achaydesh. It's not true. The Torah says, Eat. Hashem's like a good Jewish mother. The first mitzvah is eat. Everything you must eat. Okay? You gotta enjoy the world as an expression of a Baruch's love for Adam and Chava. But by the way, But from one fruit, you may not eat. Okay? All the fruits eat. But there's one particular thing you shouldn't eat. So from the fact that the Torah begins its, the first commandment in the Torah is regarding Achila, clearly this is something of significance. I'm not the first person to pick up on this. Rav Tzadok Cohen uh, talks about this in his beautiful Sefer. His beautiful Sefer just about eating in, in, with holiness. But clearly, the Indian of Achila is central. Is, is, in, in the words of both Rabbi Nachman, oh, and I brought it for you, Eta Ochel, which is Rav Tzadok Cohen. He writes, The first thing a person has to work on himself, all of my ruchnius is dependent on the way I'm eating. Right? It's an amazing thing. It's not something you necessarily hear in high school. You're not, you know, you're not ready for that. But but it's it's emes. According to at least the Hasidic masters, the way that we interact with food is the central focus point of our tikkun obrit, of all of our ruchnius, of our davening, of our learning, of our avodas Hashem. It all begins with eating and drinking. It's very very challenging. And we all fail all the time. Don't get too nervous. But it is central. We can't run away from the fact that it's, it's central, says Rav Tzadik. And I saw the same idea in uh, Rabbi Nachman. By the way, that's a side point. He actually thinks that you shouldn't eat meat unless you're a big Talmud Chacham. Not getting to that right now. But it's just interesting to see. Well, why did I bring that actually? Now I remember I brought that in the source sheet. To show that we're talking about things that are a little bit beyond. Okay, we all know that most people do eat meat, so it's not usher to eat meat. So also here, don't get scared and think that everything here is talking about usher and mutter. You're talking about people who are on high spiritual level. But at the same time, we do take it very seriously. Okay. In fact, I couldn't find this in any Hebrew mucker, but I have to note it. In Sorry, Yehuda Schneider, Eating as Tikkun, which is an excellent book, changed my dad's life. 
He writes, she writes, Rav Tzadaka Khan teaches that the tree of life represents holy eating, while the tree of knowledge of good and evil represents eating suffused with physical pleasure. The tree of knowledge was not a tree or a food or a thing at all. Rather, it was a way of eating. You guys get that? That's life-changing. It was worth coming here just to hear that one idea. The tree, the food that they ate, it was not the, the apple, the grape, the, the fig. It was the way that they interacted with food, the gluttonous way. Whenever a person grabs self-conscious pleasure from the world, he falls at that moment from God consciousness. Whenever we eat with proper kavana, we repeat the... Er, Without proper gluttony, we repeat this original sin. So, quoting Rabbi Nachman, sorry, you did, Snyder writes that whenever we're eating in a way disconnected from Hashem, disconnected from Dvekus, that is a reenactment of the sin of Gyan Eden. And whenever we do eat with consciousness, with gratitude, with awareness, with self control, that is the tikkun of Eitz Hadatas, of that original sin. Okay? Pretty amazing. I don't know how you read that exactly into Pshat. But certainly on a Hasidic level, it's a very, very amazing concept what she's bringing down here. Okay. Now, with all this scary stuff, I want to I wanna jump into it and, and say, like, why? Why exactly is eating the most uh, central thing to our avoid Hashem? So the Seal Sisharim writes the following in source, Dalit. Yisoyda, Yisoyda, Vesherish HaAvoyda, the Ramchal writes... The foundation of foundation, the source of everything. Who? What is my purpose in the world? Okay, that's why we came here to Israel to figure out what's my purpose. What am I doing here in life? It's something you always struggle with your whole life, not just Shemal. I'm going to tell you the answer, guys. We're here to, to delight, to enjoy, to de- delight upon God. Now, I played a little trick that all the rabbis do. I left out the next sentence. It says that the main time when we delight upon Hashem is the next world, Olam Haba. And this world is the time to like prepare our vessels to get that reward in the next world. Still, many, many Sfarim bring down that even though the next world is a main place where we can bask in, 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 in enjoying the Kaddish Baruch Hu, there's a taste of that in this world. Certainly on Shabbos Kodesh, in Olam Haba, where we have this mitzvah of Lihit Aneg Al Hashem, but every single day, there's an element of being able to meet aneg al Hashem. To, we have to define exactly what it means, to delight upon Hashem or on Hashem. And that is the goal of life. Okay? It's pretty crazy. And that, by the way, works very well with what we, we just said a second ago. What was the first mitzvah which Adam was given? Don't get confused. What, what was the first command that mankind was ever given? Don't eat. No, it's not don't eat. That's the second command. To eat. Eat. Enjoy. What's the second mitzvah? Don't eat. Who said the first mitzvah is don't? The snake. He wants to make us out like Hashem's out there to get us. He's a policeman and he just wants to no, 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 no. Really? Enjoy. But Hashem has to remind us that everything's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so he also says, you know, there's one thing you shouldn't eat. So you remember where it all comes from. Right? It's like when you have a fridge and it's full of stuff and, sh- and your father says, eat everything. But that one thing, don't eat. So you remember that I'm the one giving you the, 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 the steak. Right? So Hashem says, eat everything. But one thing, don't eat. To remind yourself. Because mankind needs a reminder that it's all from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, So he doesn't get, you know, become like an animal. Yeah, you with me? The purpose of life is to enjoy life. And the question is, how do we enjoy life? What is, it true, what is true enjoyment? Okay, that's the, the goal of this course, to help us enjoy life better. Not to say this is us or not, it's us, but really, really to tap into true enjoyment. So the Shlaha Kadosh, 
who was a great rabbi in the 17th century, and he moved to Eretz Yisrael, and actually he was head of the, the Churva synagogue. Uh, he was the original rabbi in that area. Pretty cool. Isaiah Horowitz. So the Shlach writes, it's written in the Reishat Chachma, another great Kabbalist work. If you're eating for the sake of God, a tzaddik is someone who eats to satisfy his soul, which he says, l'shem shamayim. Okay, now on the simplest level, what does it mean to eat for the sake of God? I'm asking you guys. What do you think, you know, what have you been taught? What's, what's eating for God? To feel yourself and Excellent. Right, I, was, I was sitting here before, and I was kind of thirsty. And I had, I'd be, truth is, I brought you guys watermelon and grapes. But, you know, I was really thirsty. So I had, I had watermelon. It was giving me cough to prepare this year. And that's L'shem Shemai. Okay, watermelon. It's like water. It goes to give me some koyach. I still am going to be able to dive in a nice marav. Nice it, it, it's to give you energy to serve Hashem. Excellent. Very good, Yolan. Any other thoughts about what it means to eat L'shem Shemai? What would not be? Let's make it easier. What's not L'shem Shemai? Eating pork. Eating pork. Like, eating if it's a sin. Absolutely. Excellent. That would definitely be not the same shemayim. Says your woman. What else? Even if it's going to give you koach to daven a good marv. Still, still not, not good because God said don't eat pork. What else is not the same shemayim? Just a failure desire. Yeah, anything that's not shemayim for Hashem. It's just for me because I enjoy duggies. So that's gevald, but it's not the same shemayim. So the Shlach Kaddish is saying, when I'm eating for a mitzvah, to give me koyach to do mitzvahs, excellent. When I'm eating just for my own taivas, at that very moment, when I've already had, you know, my third, you know, hamburger, and I'm already like, oh my gosh, this is my fourth, whatever, my third, fourth slice of pizza. Right? There's really slices in it. Five slices. So then, uh, that's already like, okay, that's that's not L'Shem Shemayim. But, I want to bring you guys something, a new idea. Okay, because I think you've already heard those ideas. Um, and this is the Ma'or Enayim, one of my favorite Hasidic farm, the Chernobyl Rebbe. And he's going to say something, going to blow us away about what it means to eat L'Shem Shemayim. Okay? It says like this. We're in, we're in Ma'or Enayim, Parshas Matas, the second page. You guys, you guys with me? Okay. Wait a minute, Moshe, Chulem, Lo Yechal Dvarach, Lo Yechal Dvarach, Naktim, second line. We all know that a Nazir, oh, is a guy, the Chiper Alavakoim. He, after he takes this vow not to drink wine, he needs to atone for his soul. He did a sin. What, what sin did he do? He didn't drink wine. And that's the sin, is Machadesh, one of the Tanaim in the Gemara. We have to understand this concept. There's a sin in, in being Polish to know that the whole world was created through the mouth of Hashem and is being created through the mouth of Hashem, says Nefesh Chaim. Through God's speech, all of reality was created. See, he says it too, not just Nefesh Chaim. God's word is reverberating right now 
God's word is what's making the world exist. Like we say every day during Davni, and you bring life to everything. If not for God's vitality, the whole world would go back into chaos as we speak. But what happened? There was a, a breaking in this lowly world. Okay, he's alluding to the concept mentioned in the Zohar and the Rizal. Talks a lot about this of when God created the world, there was a shattering of the vessels and God, sparks of godliness were spent sent throughout the world. Okay, this is obviously a mushal, but this is a Kabbalistic concept which the, uh, the Rebbe is referring to. The Rebbe, by the way, the third generation from the Baal Shem Tov, to give some context. Uh, as we know from the sin of Adam Rishon, Sparks of souls of different uni- of different things are in the whole world. Okay, sparks of the souls, fallen souls, are in everything. Are in grapes, are in oranges, are in tables, are in kippahs, are in all, everything. Are in people. In particular, in food. There's not one thing in the world that doesn't have sparks of holiness in it. That comes from God's mouth, which is bringing, reverberating to it. That's as we say, the Pasuk, Taste and see, for God is good. And this is important, that's why I highlighted. When you taste and feel that God is good, this is the holy spark which reverberates in all of food. And when you taste the, God, the good taste of that grape, of that peach, of that cup of wine on Shabbos Kodesh, you are releasing the sparks of godliness to the universe and freeing it to achieve its tikkun. Okay? Dafka by tapping into the good taste of the ta'amu uru kitov Hashem. So it's not just by saying, oh, I've had my third slice of pizza, I'm done. That's what the Shalakah says. That we've heard before. He's saying that when I'm tasting and I'm thinking, thank you, Hashem. Wow, this is delicious. I appreciate this, Hashem. That is actually achieving the fixing that this fruit or food or anything has to go through. It's not just food, but we're, we're, we're focusing in on food today. It's also true when playing Frisbee or whatever, playing guitar. But specifically, we're focusing on food in this, in this week. But here's the thing, you have to believe it. When you believe, our belief affects the reality of things, the true faith, that this is spiritual food, which is the godliness of Hashem, and you're focusing in, not on the grape, but on the inner godly spark in the fruit, you're attaching your consciousness with all of your brain and your energy. You raise up the Holy Sparks. That's the key word. He's enjoying very much. This is all of our Iker of Avoida in life. 
free the holy sparks, mean a clipos from the, the shells. Where we free up the holy sparks from the crust which we they were uh, trapped in. Whew. Okay. So basically, what the rabbit is saying is that when I have a munish lima, that this is not just a grape, this is an unov that Hashem created. And when I eat it with that consciousness, and I'm thinking, thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem, this is amazing. So I free up the sparks of a Baruch Hu, which are trapped in that grape, and I achieve the greatest tikkun in the world. Amazing. Right? Actually, the Bach, who's a halachic master, not a Kabbalist, and he writes that uh, when I eat the fruits of Eretz Yisrael uh, with attachment to Kaddish Baruch Hu, I'm, 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 I'm doing the fixing again, and I'm, I'm bringing the redemption closer. Right? The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, how do we know that, that the redemption is here when we see the, the fruits of Eretz Yisrael blossoming? So it, all the more so when we're taking grapes from Eretz Yisrael, it's, a, it's an even greater tikkun. But, but anytime I'm enjoying, uh, again, it's not really just food, anytime I'm enjoying life, I'm doing it in a state of consciousness and appreciation, so that is achieving the greatest level of, uh, of tikkun. Good? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll record it and send you. Great meeting. Any questions? Adkan. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 just that's chilling. That's We're happy. Uh, We're good. No. Okay, was that a little bit of a chiddush? You guys already knew that. Everybody knew that already? That when you're, when you're concentrating, you're achieving the, the, the holy sparks and connecting to Kaddish Baruch Good. You guys are very high. Very high souls. You, know, you knew more than me. Okay. That was a little bit of a spiritual chemistry of how the world works and what's happening when I'm eating. Now, the Tiferes Shimshon is going to break that down for us. How do we actually do this on a, on a practical level? Okay? And we got to do this quick because I, oh, wow. uh, I want to actually do it. So I have five minutes left to actually tell you how we're going to do it, and then we're going to do it. Sounds good? The Tiferes Shimshon is the Shimshon, or Shimshon Pincus. And Pincus writes, and this whole shir is actually inspired by his beautiful teachings. Yesh no matzav echad. This whole shir was inspired by this line. There's one situation in life when it's so easy to feel connected to Hashem. And until this year, you would have said, Ah, it must be davening, it must be learning. That's when you feel dveikas. But no, you know what dveikas is? And this is a great definition. That you're getting your life from God. That's dveikas. When, God, when you feel like God is giving life, and that is, you guys can guess it, of course, when you're eating. I even feel it more when you're drinking a hot drink because you can't go too fast. And like, you just have a little bit of that hot cocoa, that coffee, that, oh, you feel like God's giving you life, right? You, imagine you just played a good game of football, a marathon, and you're so thirsty, and oh, Hashem gives you, you feel like God just gave you life. Suddenly get life. Mimi? Akadosh Baruch Hu. How did you get life? Derek Rus at Alechem. That's the truth. Eating is a moment of divine attachment, of connection, that nothing compares to it. You know what Tanug is? The purpose of our lives? Kabbalat Matanami Akadosh Baruch Hu. When I think, oh, it's not that complicated. When I just stop and think, wow, God is giving me this gift. It's a gift from Akash Bahu. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. I'll tell you guys a, a, a quick story, and then we'll get how to do it. Uh, so I, I, I mentioned I love, I love to host Shabbos meals. 
So I've had many great stories here in the old city hosting Shabbos meals. One time, I went to the Kaiso, and uh, I had the Rishus to get four guests. And uh, actually, nobody showed up. I was supposed to get guests from Death Side and nobody showed up. I walked all the way back home, and I'm like, I really wanted guests. So I went back to the Kotel, really. And I, I was like, Hashem, please send me some Shabbos guests. We already prepared, you know. And Gavav, there's this guy with a big beard and a girl and a guy with a tattoo who look completely secular at the Kota together, like watching. I'm like, this is weird, but I'm going to ask them. You guys want to come for Shabbos? And they said, yes. And I said, great. So I get this guy with a big beard and I say, you want to do Kiddush? And he's like, sure. He, he didn't know how to say any of the words of Kiddush. He, he was stuttering through everything and his son and daughter who had a tattoo were like completely confused. It was very strange. And I was like, what is going on here? And then this happened. Every time he took a bite, like in a Hasidic story, everything he ate, he said, He ate a little bit of the, the fish. He ate a little bit of challah. Everything he ate, that's thank you Hashem consciousness. That's like, whoa, everything. And I, like, I realized like the whole Shabbos is just to get that gift, that, some, that inspiration from this guy who I don't know how much Torah he knew, but he knew how to be appreciative of every little bite. And that's, that's like, that's a big avoidance. It's not a simple thing. It's not something I've mastered yet myself at all. But that was what this guy taught me how to do. Okay? So, Maisa, how do we do this? So, here, here's the concept. Turn to the third page. Tess. So, the Torah tells us, but when it comes to Esav and Yaakov, Vayomer Esav, and source Tess, El Yaakov, Give me that from that red, red stuff. Because I am, I, I'm tired. So it says, I'm skipping to the, the back of the page, but you'll just quote me, you don't have to look it inside, it's okay. Shlomo Karbach says that there's two ways of eating. There's a way of eating of Esav, which is rushing. Uh, give me that red stuff. And then there's Yaakov eating, Yiddish eating. And what should be Yiddish eating? Eating, as Rabbi Nachman says in Chaim Maran, eat slowly, eat consciously. Eat not just with a slow bracha, but every single thing you eat, eat it slowly and appreciatively. Even during the week. So just eat, thank you Hashem, thank you Hashem, thank you Hashem. Okay? So when you're eating, eat slowly. Before you're eating, as Rabbi Pinka says, to stop and to think. You have to ask yourself, Why am I eating? Okay? If I just immediately go to dinner, even if I'm saying it's our Torah, but I'm just eating like out of habit, and I'm just an animal, then it's getting me away from a Kaddish Baruch Hu because I'm, I'm, I'm going into my behemistic type of, of, of consciousness. But if I stop and I ask myself, why am I eating? And I say that bracha cons- as a reminder consciously, and I, and I, and I remind myself, okay, I'm eating to connect to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I'm eating to a serve Hashem. That already is, is, is a state of hit aneg al Hashem. To be enjoying a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Okay? And then if I could take it, wow, it's a grape. Think of the farmer. Think of the, it's cold, it's delicious, it's a cold water, it's bubbly. And I, I take that time to really appreciate the food that's standing in front of me. Then I can truly, truly, truly be Miss I heard a beautiful, uh, a beautiful way of reminding myself of this. Do it Eich. When it's Eich is, uh, wait, Eich is, Kama, how much? It, how much? Why am I eating? Oh, Ochel. Kama is how much? 
Lama is a lama, is why? And and eich, and how am I eating? I'm eating slowly. How much am I eating? Am I overeating? And why am I eating? Am I eating to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu, to be appreciative, or am I eating just because I'm eating and I'm not really thinking much about anything? Okay? So that's the avoyah. You guys got it? Sounds good? Okay? And Bezrat Hashem, the goal is not just in this little shear, but over the course of the week, every single day, to try to eat with consciousness, but that's way too much to ask. So what I'm asking is, the first thing that we eat every day, to build a habit, you got to anchor it. So when you go down to breakfast, right? So you try to remember, whatever I eat, my first thing I eat every day, maybe it's a coffee, maybe it's some cucumbers, some cornflakes, whatever it is, I say a big bracha, I say it slowly, and I really try to eat that first thing with consciousness and, and awareness and thankfulness, and so, and hopefully you build that muscle every single day until it just becomes something natural for you to do. Sounds good? Sounds reasonable? Okay, what I did for you guys also is I gave you on your fourth page, uh, I translated it into English. Actually, I wrote it in Hebrew also. Uh, so that you can have a little reminder. You know, you can put it next to your, 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 your Makoros, whatever. You can bring it down to breakfast, whatever. The fourth page is an English translation of Rav Shimshin Pincus' uh, article about eating with uh, conscientiousness. Here's uh, the last thing of the day. Everybody gets to take as many grapes as you want. You want to say a bracha chani, you can take five or six. If you just want to say a bracha chani, just take one or two. Don't eat it yet. Okay? That would that would ruin the, the goal. Okay? Stop the shear here. And we are going to mamish, put into practice what we, uh, what we preached and say the holiest bracha we've ever had and uh, and really eat with divine consciousness. But again, today's Avaida, next week we're going to really focus on the spiritual Avaida behind bracha. Today we're going to say a slow bracha, devout. But the main thing is when you're eating, close your eyes and don't be eating a grape. You're eating an anav. Ayin nun bet. You're eating the sparks of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You're tapping into the spiritual energy that reverberates throughout this little uh, grape and just eat it slowly and be thinking, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like a Kaddish Baruch Hu is feeding you. It's a gift. You're back in the Garden of Eden. You're being metak in the ches of Adam. No pressure, but we're being metak in the ches. Here, Elon, take, 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 a, take a grape. And, uh, and, uh, and we're mamish gonna, gonna, we're gonna do it. You guys ready to do it? Okay. Since uh, we, we're not up to meditation, next week we're doing a, a slow breathing meditation with a bracha. This week we're going to do a, a nigan, a Hanukkah nigan. Okay? So uh, we're going to sing the Hanukkah nigan because it's always Hanukkah. It's almost Hanukkah. And uh, we'll sing it together. You don't, we don't have to get too caught up on the bracha. Just, you know, the simple words, you are the source of blessing, the king of the world, who's creating borei kriyaet. So it's not created, but creating fruits of the tree. And the more that we say it with kavana, the more we, we energize each other. We're each helping each other out. And we say it really slowly. And then we eat with divine consciousness and, and appreciation. Everybody down? Everybody can do that? Adkan. I'll include this in the sheet. This is part of the sheet. Okay, ready? Holding your right hand. And follow my lead. First, take a deep breath. Imagine you were so hungry, so thirsty on a desert island. You just did a 10-mile marathon and Hashem says, Here, take this delicious grape. I picked it for you. Because I love you so much. Three, 
Sometimes if you say eat one grape with Kavana, you don't need anything else, right? It's like, you guys can go straight to night center now. Skip dinner. You know you want to be Misanag and Hashem a little bit more, so you can go just to say some more brach.